What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dudes Who Bet Sports. We're back for another week here, Papa Dude. We've got no football on the show for the first time in a while, but that's all right because we got Oaklawn Park to replace it. What could be better, right? Yeah, we'll have to start doing this a week at a time, like <laughs> like we do now till uh, uh, what next August? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll uh, improvise as we go along. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. We'll just week to week we'll do it. But everybody knows that watch this show and likes this show. We kind of go off the rails for a little while anyway, so it probably isn't going to be that big of a deal, right? No. Good. I don't think it is. I don't think as long as you don't think so. Well, we got college basketball to get us through till the first of April. Mm -hmm. And then we we got hockey and we got the NBA and we got the start of major league baseball. Who cares? And then then we get the summer where it gets pretty draggy. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You've you've summed it up. But we got well, we usually go horse racing like Saratoga during the summer. So that'll be that's true. Yeah. Uh Dennis says he's got two basketball questions. Yeah, wait, we'll do the horse racing first, and you, sure. then we'll go basketball. You can ask him there. Excited for the weekend. Well, let's get to it, and let's get to the main event of the weekend, race one Sunday. Nope, just kidding. The Rebel Stakes, Saturday at Oakland Park. That is the main event of the weekend here. It's uh, it's something, Papa Dude. Field of 13 lined up. <laughs> That's good. 13 horses. Timberlake is six to five. He is the favorite. We haven't seen him since the Breeders' Cup where he ran fourth, beaten eight. All right, Papa Dude, what do you think about this one? Well, when you said it's the main event, I guess yeah. it is. We were we had lunch yesterday together and we were talking about this and how something's gonna have to change because a million two hundred thousand dollar race. With this bunch of donkeys, uh, we got issues. Big time. I, I don't. Uh, I can't remember the last time we didn't have a Baffert horse in the Rebel. No. Can you? No, I I can't. No. Uh, so surely they're going to see something, and and they got to change something. I was I was going through the field. Five of these horses for a million two purse. Okay. Have only won a maiden. Yeah. yeah. And there may have been more than that. I just glanced at it. Uh, but five of the 13 have only won a maiden. This is weird. It really is because, as we were talking yesterday, a lot of Triple Crown winning horses have won the Rebel. Yeah. This triple is Triple Crown race winning horses. Yep. Yes. Triple Crown winning race winners of a triple crown race have right. won the rebel. Yeah. Plus a triple crown winner has won yes. the rebel. <laughs> this is not a donkey race. <laughs> this is a no. big time race. Yeah. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. So when you go down through this, I mean, there's just nothing. My number two horse mm-hmm. is not going to win anything, but maybe this. Yeah. I so- just steal as my second choice. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I but before we get to it, since you brought it up and, yeah. and Shoddy brings it up, this this is this is what's so weird. So catching freedom wins the Smarty Jones, okay, right. at Oakland, and goes instead of staying at Oakland and running in the Rebel for one point two five million, where he would have been the favorite. Mm-hmm. They went to the Risen Star for four hundred thousand, where he was. I don't. I can't remember if he was the third or fourth choice in the race, but a much tougher race. 
I, why? And then Steve Asterson has Hall of Fame and track Phantom. Mm -hmm. And instead of bringing Hall of Fame to run here, where he would have been a much shorter price for mm -hmm. $1.25 he ran them against each other. Like, Makes this so is, it, it's so odd. Oakland really, honestly, I, I think they tried to, they tried to do the right thing by making this, these purses astronomical, but it's missing the boat. I mean, they're wasting their money. They would be better off dis distributing this money through the everyday racing and just make those purses bigger or yeah. something. But it's, this is this is not good, and it listen. It hasn't been good for three or four years now. No. This rebel. If you're not going to draw a better field than this, for a one point two five million dollar race, yep. I mean, well, it just <laughs> shows you that it, it it just shows you these people that have these horses, for the most part. It, this is not a, uh, you know, this is just for the most part. Comment I'm about to make here. They don't care about purse money. Well, they're different than me. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I was talking to somebody and I was like, okay, if I owned Catching Freedom, I would be very happy, number one. And number two, if my trainer said, no, uh, hey, uh, we're going to go away from Oakland and go to the Risen Star, even if it's a guy like like the trainer that I have that I really respect, there would be a phone call. And there would be, uh, no, we're not, because that's crazy. Like, we could run for triple the money in an easier field. And he's yeah. at home. Like, why? We're not going down there for that. So I don't, I don't know what's up. Uh, but I guess what it is, I guess I do know what's up. The people that own the majority of these big time horses, they've like this purse isn't really a thing. It's just like timing and, and getting them in the right spots, the right times where they can become stallions and win win grade one races that's well it. that's where they make all their money is yeah. if that happens mm -hmm. and they still own the horse or they sell the horse for a bunch of money before it becomes a, a stallion i don't know that no one cares about purse money because why would you send your horse all the way to saudi arabia if you didn't care about purse money well i think when it's 20 million dollars it's different <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just supposed to send him over there, and how it's and I don't know. It and the timing is pro like that's probably the answer. I think trainers nowadays are so like yeah locked into timing. I mean that is the that's the answer you're gonna yeah. get, and it's it probably the, the true one. I think it's true, but my goodness, yeah. My, uh, <laughs> I mean, I again. I don't want to promote this. It's always dangerous as a uh, owner that doesn't know anything to get involved in the trainer's business. But that is definitely a, at, at best. It's a long conversation of you need to explain exactly why we're doing this. But again, you know, the people that, that own catching freedom, it's not just them. It's all these big time places. They they're not looking at it like that. They're no. just looking at it like, okay, yeah. If you think that's going to set him up, go ahead. You know? Yeah. Well, I think the main thing that's missing is we don't have a Pletcher horse here and we don't have a Baffert. So that was the other thing. Do. Sorry, I interrupted you there, but that yeah. was the other thing. And I talked to somebody in the Pletcher barn and I don't, I don't know anybody in the Baffert barn, uh, but uh, I, I talked to somebody and it was like, why, why did Todd Pletcher send like, I don't know how many, a bunch of horses to fairgrounds and none to Oakland. And he didn't yeah. have an explanation. So yeah. I, I it don't know the answer to that. Yeah. It makes you wonder, because that's what's missing. We don't have a Baffert horse, and we don't have a Pletcher horse, and we usually do. Yeah. And yeah. those are 
two of the main guys and we don't have one mm-hmm. and uh, I don't I don't know I don't know what it is I don't the purses at Oakland are fantastic mm-hmm. um but they're to me the Oakland meet is getting worse every year and I'm an Oakland fan would would rather go there than anywhere but it just doesn't seem to be the same anymore maybe it, it's it's getting worse in terms of the quality of the horse. Yes, and it, not it, so much the meat itself, right. but just we're not seeing the superstars we used no. to see. No, yeah, I always tell people uh, that, that want to go to the races and, and 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 have time to to go five hours from here to get down there. Yeah, I said, guys, when you go down there, you're seeing Kentucky Derby winning style of horses. Yeah. Which you still have that quality, but I I think probably what's going on is they got to get a turf track to get some of these trainers there. I think it's not that's not going to hurt at all, but you're not going to run on it very often. That's these true early months. because of the weather. Yeah, and I don't you're know right. that it's going to solve everything, but you know I, you're absolutely right. If they put that turf track in with January and Feb- running in January and February and even into March in this part of the country, that thing's going to be shut down most of the time. Yeah, like this weekend would probably be one of the first weekends that you could really feel yeah. like this is going to be good turf racing, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, they do need it, and I think March, April, into May that they're running now, it'd be great. But yeah. and yeah, I mean, I think I think this is the big part of it. Like, and we, we haven't been in it all that long, um, mm-hmm. but used to, when you saw a horse and he ran in the Southwest, you knew he was going to run in the rebel. He was going to run the Arkansas Derby. Like, oh, absolutely. There wasn't a thought process of the Smarty Jones winner just won mm-hmm. talking about catching freedom and we won't see him again at Oakland. Like that was right. never even a no. thought, but the well, way, the, go ahead. Go ahead. The way the horses, the way most of the new trainers, newer trainers, look at this. They they don't they don't care about that. It's all about six yeah. weeks apart. Okay, here's here's this. What's going to happen in six weeks? Okay, we'll go to that one. And wait, yeah. one week later you can run. No, 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 because in six weeks after that we got this one. And yeah, yeah. I mean that's just how it is. Well, up until what three years ago, they ran the Arkansas Derby on the tenth, eleventh, twelfth, somewhere around in there of, of April. And was there any doubt that the winner of the Arkansas Derby wouldn't be in the Kentucky Derby? Right. No, there was no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. and they wouldn't do that now. No. So um, anyway, we can talk about we're blue in the face, but a couple things. Yeah, then we'll get to the picks. Couple things. Yeah. Uh, is Oakland big enough for a turf track? The answer is probably not, and no. I don't know what they would do. I don't know if they'd have to build a chute, maybe, uh, or something like that. I'm not really sure the answer, but no. And there's really no room. Mm-mm. Oakland sits right on the road. I mean, right on the it's, road. Yeah, you can't expand there, it. They have no room. No, there's one direction you cannot expand at all. You could make it longer and take up some of the parking lot. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that either. I don't know. Completely redo the dirt track and yeah, and there's houses all around it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been to several tracks, not near as many as you have, but I don't think I've ever been to one that has houses 
just across the track. Well, Saratoga is the only Saratoga is the only one. Yeah. So yeah, they have no room to expand. They don't. Mm -hmm. They they just don't. And that's that's Saratoga's problem is they 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 explored options to run the Belmont at a mile and a half. And every option is going to have you shooting out into the road and blocking traffic, you know, or or tearing somebody's house down or someone maybe not tearing it down, but yeah. you're you're into the road no matter where you expand there at Saratoga. And I mean, for example, at Oakland, if you expanded the track, Ron Moquette's house would probably get torn down. Absolutely, because Ron and Moquette lives right by the track. You can park over on the backstretch and watch the races go down as the horses go right down the back stretch. Yeah. You know, yep. there's a, you just lean up, go up to the fence. Yep. And they took a lot of parking lot when they built the casino that they, yes. re, yep. and then they have a hotel now that's right there. That took up a lot of parking. I don't think they would want to take a lot more parking over on that other side where they would have to expand the track. There's only one way they can expand the track. And it's that way and it would look strange and <laughs> it would take the dirt work to to build up that, I, I mean, I don't want to get into the specifics. Most people don't yeah. know what we're talking about, but it would be like, I don't know. I don't know how you could do it. No, so, I, I don't think you can. And I think it would look awkward. I think it's a perfect little track. Just, I, I don't know what to do about yeah. the lack of quality, but yeah. Well, I guess we probably ought to just quit worrying about Oakland because I think they're doing just fine without <laughs> probably making major changes. I don't think they're too worried about it. So. You probably aren't aren't crying about it. No, no they're not too worried. They all right. Say, well, well we, got, we got 13 horses in here. That's all we we're supposed to do anyway. So who cares? Yep. So. Well, tell us who's going to win. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't have a clue. Uh, this one is very difficult because, uh, you know, you just, I think probably the smart thing would do is try to find some kind of a long shot that maybe could, could win because yeah, I mean, all of them have flaws. The obvious choice, let me get to my page here. Cause I was on the honeybee first. Uh, the obviously, uh, you know, you look at Timberlake. Uh, yeah. What's he done wrong? Nothing really. Yeah. He, it, He's won in three, or he's ran in three grade ones. Nobody else can say that, I don't well, think. Yeah, I mean, to jump in for a second, yeah. you kind of said, it, you don't know, it might be a little difficult. To me, not to me, it's yeah. either very easy. You yeah. just take the seven and say, the rest of these aren't any good. Absolutely. Or you do what you're trying to do, and you say, I don't think the seven will show up and really run that well. Then it gets extremely hard, in my opinion. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to take him. Second in the grade one hopeful at Saratoga. Then he won the champagne. He finished fourth in the juvenile in the Breeders' Cup, but look at the three that beat him. Yeah. I mean, aren't those three horses ten times better than anything here? Well, especially how they, they ran that day. Game? Like, okay, let's talk let's talk about those three horses, right? Yeah. You had fierceness who Okay, now knowing what we know, yeah. maybe he wouldn't be that heavy of a favorite. He'd still probably be the favorite in this race. But before that race, yeah, he'd be a huge favorite, probably yeah. one to nine in this race. Yeah, yeah. Muth was coming to the race. Uh, something's happened to him. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Muth would be one to five in this race. Yes. And then Locked uh, probably wouldn't be one to five. It would be a heavy favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't really lose to just terrible horses. Mm -hmm. So. When you look at the rest of them, none of them's done this, done what, what the horse has done. 
Uh, they've laid him off. He should come in here fit as a fiddle, ready to roll, probably a lot stronger than he was. He's filled out. He may win by 10 links. He might. It it feels like he could at least win by a similar margin that he did in the champagne. Yeah, I mean, he could mm-hmm. if he's if he's right. Yeah. Do you hold anything? Uh, what am I trying to say? Is there a reason why he hasn't prepped before now? Well, I think this was the plan to run him in November and then give him two preps okay. and then go to the Derby with him. I, I don't think that's any kind of weirdness or anything like that. Okay. This was kind of what they planned to do. He da- he doesn't have he he didn't have any physical issues. I okay. can definitely so, yeah. I gotta he, take him. Uh he, yeah. Then you look at, at D Waynes, who's the only trainer that still trains the way you used to. <laughs> you run them every three weeks because yeah. they're knocking the barn down, ready to run. So why don't you run them? I can just, I can just hear him. Right. And Just Steele is pretty good. Yeah. But he finished his second and third a lot, and I thought he was going to win the Southwest, mm-hmm. and he lost by eight links. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean. He, <laughs> he's he's got a chance I, he, he makes the turn he's ahead and mystic dan yeah he blew him out and took off and away went but he lost by eight links <laughs> of course everybody else did too so can you take that horse at seven to two to, to win <laughs> i don't think so no and then i, I would go ahead I, just to jump in on him, I did the same thing that I've done the first two times he's run. I I looked at it and I said, oh, he, he sets up pretty well. He looks pretty good, but yeah. I don't think he'll win. No. You know, I I think he'll be around. Oh, also, you got you also gotta realize, you know, when it, he's been pretty like when is he ready for kind of that Lucas, oh, that horse didn't show up today type of race? He's pretty much do for it i would oh, think yeah, that's true <laughs> you know because with that unless that's the flip side of running them like he does yeah this is what happens like they 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 show up and they're they're not ready to run one day and then that's it you know yeah. they don't run very well so this yeah, could be that spot i would feel a lot better at, about him because let's face it mystic dan just freaked in the southwest that that down the stretch was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. If he had lost by like three, <laughs> of course he may be smart and said to himself, I can't beat that horse. I'm not going <laughs> to kill myself. I don't know if he's smart or not, but he knows that he can't. <laughs> Once yeah. he gets to the top of the stretch, he's on. Well, wait a minute. That's not a horse. That's a rocket. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I can't pick him. Then I looked at Northern Flame. Did you look at him, the two? Yes, I've looked at him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I, you know, I, I, I really like the two Northern Flame and the ten Mina, who are coming out of the same race. They finished the neck apart. Northern Flame yeah. won. I, I, I like both of them, but I, I just I couldn't get there. I can't them. either, because the horse hasn't really won anything. And when yeah. he's when when they put the horse in something pretty good. Well, he lost the street sense by 34 and a quarter. <laughs> well, you know, th- shit happens kind of type of performance. I but know. again, you're right. It's just like, uh, I'm not sure. I I think it would be 
you're talking about the 10, I think it'd be cool if Steve Hobby won the Rebel. Oh, it'd be really cool. But I, I don't know that he's good enough. That's that's where I'm at with, well, with really both of them. Well, look where he broke his maiden, a $30,000 claiming race. Mm-hmm. Yep. You gonna you gonna pick? <laughs> he did do it by twelve. So well, and he was claimed, yeah. for, you know, by Hobby's group here or his owner here. So yeah, it'll be interesting to follow these horses and see if any of them ever win again. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. six also of the Asmussen horse, which that's the other mystery that we've talked about. Where is the Asmussen horse in this race? Yeah. Where is he always has a very good horse in this race? Well, and if you want to get if you want to get to that, he does have three horses in the race. They're yeah. they're 15 to 1, 8 yes. to 1, and 20 to 1. Yes. And this so is he's a, got them entered, but what what are they really? That's, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And this is at Oakland where the morning line favors Steve Asmussen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> you know, I looked at the six. He was Brooks Maiden on the 3rd of February. I thought that was a good race. And he, yeah, he did. And he's bringing him right back, mm-hmm. which is maybe a little odd. I don't know. He's switching jockeys, which yeah, I, he's, he, I, I, the way I look at it, he's got the top jock out of the three. So I think he is the one that makes the most sense from yeah, Asmussen's perspective. Yeah. He doesn't ride for Asmussen much. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, he does. He Not at Oakland, but he does ride for him a lot. Just not at Oakland. Okay. I yeah. like this. That's the one I'm, I would look at if you want to spring an upset. Mm-hmm. That would be I, the one. I wonder, uh, it, let's talk about the Asmussen's for a little bit longer here. Yeah. I wonder if Ricardo got fired again because, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, after after his ride on the number one Carbone in the Southwest yeah. and then his ride on Hall of Fame last week, I do wonder if he got fired because Castillo gets the mount on Carbone yeah. this time. This was a horse that was nine to five to win the Southwest and got beat 21 and three quarters. Yeah. Maybe we're kind of from the rail. Aspus is going to say, Hey, aggressive ride, get him out in front, see what happens. I don't know. We're kind of forgetting about him. Yeah. Do we draw a line through that one and maybe put him at 15 to one as a horse that could pull off an upset? Because he was pretty highly sought sought about or thought about when he went into the Southwest. He had two really nice wins. He did. Um, and you then picked him to win the Southwest, right? I did, and I didn't like it, but I did <laughs> pick him. And, and I don't know. Well, I remember yeah, Shotty's right. About Listen, it. and this was sense. the hold on. This was the weird thing. This is, <laughs> and I just don't get it. Okay, Ashton had Carbone and Otto the Conqueror in the race. Uh-huh. And I they they got into a speed duel, stable yeah. mates. So it's like, I don't know if it was whose fault it was, but it's like, how, how does that happen that you get into a speed duel with your stable mate and burn each other out anyway? Well, why isn't Rosario, is he riding another one in this race? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think Rosario's not here. Um, you got to remember that I don't, and I don't know that Rosario's over in Saudi, but uh, a lot of those good jocks are in okay. Saudi. 
okay. this weekend. I think Rosario, I don't think I don't think he went over there though. I think okay. he's somewhere else. He's probably at Fairgrounds. Yeah. Is he at Saudi? Okay. I didn't realize he went over there too. So that's okay. that's part of it for sure. That explains that. Yeah. And that's another reason this race is on the same day as that, and that really hurts. It does. So if you have you I'll circle back to the picks here, but you want to get like, okay, so they run the, the Smarty Jones on New Year's Day. That's kind of a weird day. They yeah. run the Southwest on Pegasus World Cup Day, usually. It's like, okay. They run this, the Rebel on Saudi Cup Day, which is becoming bigger and bigger. And then they run the Arkansas Derby on Florida Derby Day. So they don't mm-hmm. really have their own day anymore. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I wanted well, to bring up. Go with the seven. Okay, I wanted to bring up a comment here because this is kind of how I, I Gabe's comment. He said the best win for Timberlake is the Champagne. Is that really that great of a race? The answer is no. Number one. Yeah. But, and I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm just going to give you the facts of it because this is how I looked like when I was handicapping. How I kind of went through it as well. It's not that great of a race. It's it's really. I mean, it's a great win for a horse to win a Grade One. Period. No matter what. But. <laughs> But then when you look at handicapping, like we're talking about handicapping a race, mm-hmm. it's it's not that it's meaningless, but it doesn't mean a ton for now we're at a three-year-old going two turns, right? But here's the problem. Carbone's best win was an allowance going one mile over this track. The second-place finisher came back to do nothing and a pretty easy withers, okay? Uh, Northern Flames' best win, a mile allowance over this track. Common Defense's best win, Maiden Special Weight, over this track. Uh, Tayon Pass, best win, a Maiden Special Weight sprinting at Santa Anita. I think you know where I'm going with this one. Yeah, there's no good yeah. win. <laughs> Magic Grant's best win, the Clever Trevor when sprinting. Um, uh, Dymatic, uh, you know, Maiden Special Weight over this track. You have Timberlake. The Next Level's best win, Maiden Special Weight at Fairgrounds. The nine's best win, an allowance at Churchill. Who knows? That might be the best win as we read through these. Uh, Mena's, Mena's best win, starter allowance race at Churchill. Yeah. Just Steele's best win. It was a stakes win. He won the Ed Brown at Churchill going six and a half. Uh, yeah. Wood, Woodcourt's best win, an allowance right here at Oakland. And then time for Truth's best win, maiden special weight going one turn at Oakland. That's. I will I, say this for Jess Steele, not that he's going to win, but at, at, at this distance, he does, he's ran okay at Oakland. He mm-hmm. has two seconds. So the distance, I don't think it's a huge issue for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the talent. <laughs> I think that's his problem. Yeah. And I want to be clear. I'm not arguing with you, Gabe. I'm just, this is how I looked. I looked at the same thing and thought, yeah. well, it's, I mean, who, who's really done anything? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I see exactly what you mean, Gabe. And to be clear, again, I'm, I'm probably going to use a, a, a few of these horses that are just like, I don't think they're great. But because the deal is to me, if Timberlake like kind of just shows up, he's pretty, and he, he can run like his maybe not best race, but pretty close to his best race. I think, I don't think these horses are good enough. Right. But if, Mm -hmm. if, and I do think it's like a 50, 50 shot, if Timberlake doesn't show up, I mean, there's no horse in here that can't do it. Yeah. Because basically I just read it off. It becomes 
an allowance race as far as the credentials that these horses have after Timberlake. Yeah. So, well, it would be, here's the other thing with Timberlake. He may go down to four to five, three to five. I think he will. Well, that's just not a good horse to bet at that, at that price. I, I think, honestly, I think, well, I think really he's going to win at like three to five and we're going to look around and go, that, that horse is really not very good. <laughs> or he's going to lose and we're all going to go, I knew he was going to lose. I knew it. But I was, you know, I just, well, and, I, and maybe we won't say that because maybe we're going to use some different horses as well. And maybe we'll get lucky and one of them wins. But if he loses, we're all, nobody's going to be surprised because he isn't. No. But listen, like, I about said he isn't like fierceness coming back. Well, fierceness lost. You know what I mean? So I it's know. Like, you just never know you don't. Um, with these horses. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to go seven. Remember when we, <laughs> these silly, these silly three-year-olds, you don't know. <laughs> Remember when we all thought Nash was good? Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't win an allowance with three horses in it. I know. And <laughs> You know, and hey, you want to get right down to it. If Nash was in this race, say Nash replaced Timberlake, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Nash would be a strong favorite in this yeah, race. There's no doubt. And that's kind of that you just helped me hammer kind of the point that I've been making the whole time. Yeah. This race outside of the seven, they've done nothing. No. A normal rebel field, these horses are all 20 to one outside of the seven, aside from maybe just steel because he has kind of shown that. Yeah, his his record's decent. Yeah. But Nash would be probably eight to five, nine to five. Probably, yeah. And if you threw Nash on the paper with, with take out Timberlake and throw Nash in and throw these other 12 horses, he would look like he was going to win. Now, whether he would actually do that or not. I don't know, but neither. he would look like he's going to win the race. So it's crazy. That's why I'm picking Timberlake because it's like, gosh, he doesn't have to be much to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there were some talks about the 13 for Ron Moquette coming off of a second place finish uh, in a stakes race uh, just 14 days yeah. ago, the Ozark stakes. Uh yeah, I mean he's he's okay. It's two sprints to a route. That's kind of an old school training method that works. Um, yeah. Moquette been oddly cold at, at Oakland this year. He's won a couple, yeah, he's but pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, time for truth. If if this horse wins, I I would be a little surprised because boy, he's breaking from the parking lot. He's going two turns for the first time. I mean, there's a lot of uh, negatives about the horse, but. I think if you want to take the route of, well, they haven't sucked too bad yet, then maybe the 13's one to take a look at. What do you think about him? Uh, <laughs> I like Ronald Kett a lot. He ain't winning the Rebel. That's what I think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. All right. Before we're both going with the seven, before we move on, Timberlake, was he better in in sync or a solo artist? Uh, David wants to know. Talking to me? Yeah. He said he wants your answer. Oh, I see what he's talking about now. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think he's better as a solo. Me too. Yep. Yep. yep definitely. 
I agree. Is it true you're not going to the Rebel because you want to watch the Japanese horses on uh, Saudi Day on television? Um, <laughs> this is how much I will watch of the Saudi races. <laughs> Zero. Okay. So, so it's not true. No, that's not true. Okay. No. All right. It's absolutely not true. Well, let's go to the honeybee here. Let me see. What race would that be? Number nine, maybe? Yep. It's race nine. Number nine. Let's go to the honeybee. I thought this one, um, I think it's still a pretty good race. Field of 10 going for this one. Mm -hmm. Mile 16th here for the Phillies this time. Big mm -hmm. favorite, seven to five on number six, West Omaha. That's where I landed. Where'd you go on this one? Yeah, I think it's kind of the same reason. Uh, done a little bit more. I like the two as well. I like Band of Gold also. Uh, has a has a win here on February third in a two hundred fifty k. So I like that horse. I think, but you know, can McPeak, McPeak do it back to back? I don't know. Um, but I like that one. Uh, West Omaha is also where I went. Um, pretty impressive at the fairgrounds. Winning by five in a stakes race back in January. Should be well rested. Um, not a whole lot not to like about that one. Did you look at the four at all? I did. Yeah. That's another one. Um, it's been okay since he, since she broke her maiden at Churchill has a couple of thirds at both stakes races here at Oakland. Um, not terrible. Again, it's got Gaffleone on the horse. I think that's good. Um, last time out, lost by three in the slop. Mm -hmm. uh, Band of Gold uh, won that race. If I'm going to go with an upset, I would take that one, maybe. But I'm going to go with the two, Band of Gold. I, I like the four a lot as well. I think the four is definitely in the mix. Six, four, two for me. I like all three of those mm -hmm. pretty well. And then the eight I thought was interesting, or excuse me, the nine I thought was kind of interesting as well. And just my heels, 20 to one, but seems to be improving. Really had a nice race last time out. Yes. And can compete that. I mean, 20 to one's a pretty good price on that horse. Mm -hmm. That's the moquette I like this weekend. So it'll probably go the opposite way, but. Um, I do like that horse a little bit. I went, uh, yeah, like I said, six four two nine in this one. Yeah, so, I like I like Moquette a lot. I, I want to make sure I make that. I think he does a good job. Mm -hmm. uh, I just don't think that thirteen horses hadn't proven enough to me. Yet. Yeah. Uh, what about the eight? Did you look at the eight at all? Yeah, same coming out of that same race as Band of Gold and uh, Neon Beach. Mm -hmm. uh, not bad. I think this horse is okay, but I don't think it's, you know, I don't think she's got a huge, huge shot here. Um, I just don't. Well, I just saw a couple of places like that horse, and I was trying to see. Well, I did win a stakes by five and a half. It's come back to and finished fifth and fourth in the last couple mm -hmm. at Oakland. So I didn't, I didn't see much. In that eight, you notice, I was just wondering if I was missing something. If you notice, Will Hort, Willis Horton Racing is now using Eddie Mulligan oh, Jr., okay. which that's is reason. I don't, you know, that's kind of a surprise to me. Um, but uh, you know, Willis died, so uh, it's his son, I think, that's taking it over. Well, now. I would tap it too, so yeah, yeah. But they've they've got you know, they've got a horse in the Rebel too that 
you know, I'm not sure about. So we'll see what happens there. The 10, uh, let's see, the 10, Dennis was talking about uh, Midshipman's Dance. It's another one stretching out for the first time after two nice uh, sprints. So, yeah, um, we'll see. Wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if she runs well. Yeah, uh, the stakes uh, last time out, pretty good race. It's Diodoro Ramon Vasquez, uh, so I I get it. I, I get trying to take a shot. It's not for me, but I you know I wouldn't talk you off of it. No, absolutely not. Yeah. All right. Well, that was easy. We're both going six again, aren't we? No, I'm going to go with Band of Gold. Oh yeah, you went two. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I went six. You went two. That's right. See if yeah. Band of Gold can make it two Mr. in a row. Okay, any I didn't want to pick Cox in both of them. Okay, I get it. I get it. You're channeling your inner Dr. Miranda there with the Cox. No, no so. I, I just I don't think he's gonna win them both. That's probably fair. Okay. <laughs> um, any final Oakland thoughts before we move on to basketball? No, I'm just really disappointed that it's come to the this to where they can't draw. A better field uh, than what they do. Yeah, it, it's kind of sad. Yeah, and I'm not thinking the Arkansas Derby is going to be. Well, there'll be some come up from uh, Louisiana, maybe. I don't know. Um, Gabe says we got to get to the Iowa bread in the Razorback. He is going to scratch Gabe. He's actually running Sunday in an allowance. Wait, so are we talking about ain't life grand. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He he's uh they okay. So when he entered him in the Razorback, I don't think they were sure that that allowance race on Sunday was going to happen. Okay. And he ain't life grants ready to run. So so now okay, we'll take him we'll put him in the Razorback. Well then, I guess that allowance race had a lot of interest and it filled on Sunday. So well, I guess you saw that it ain't life grants the favorite was the favorite in the Razorback. We have given uh, the trainer quite a bit of grief about scratching the favorite in a stakes to run in an allowance. I bet it's you good. have. That it's is good. Well, first of all, okay, this is no knock on this horse. I don't think this race is too strong either. Probably not. No, and <laughs> I, I don't really think he would have went off favored, to be honest. No, um, but no, it's good. not. And So, uh, I'll give you all the insight on this one. It's not, okay. I mean, just because I, it's not really information that's that's crazy, but just the, so they told me this horse was going to enter the uh, ain't life grand was going to enter the Razorback because there wasn't going to be an allowance, and I said, oh, that's great, we'll get to see him yeah. run, sure. And they said, you know, the field came out and they're like, well, we really don't want to run him here in this spot, but hey, at least it didn't come up real tough, and you know he'll be okay in there. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited he might win. Yeah. And then the allowance race came up on Sunday. So they entered that. And I, I think what they were thinking was that ain't life grand, you know, he'd probably be six to one or eight to one in the Razorback and you'd scratch him and he'd run in the allowance. And then the morning line came out and he was a seven to seven to two favorite. And boy, we just died <laughs> laughing. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Scratch the favorite to run him in an allowance, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my trainer right there. Um, well, no, I think that says more about the field for the Razorback. Well, and I think, <laughs> I think, I mean, Kelly told me before it ever started because I don't really want to enter him in the Razorback, but I really need to get him started. So 
sure. what we got to do. Um, and then so he is seven to five in that allowance race on um, Sunday. So hopefully we see him run pretty well there. Um, well, I hope uh, Kelly gets two winners on Sunday. Yep, I guess we can kind of wrap it up with that. Sunday in the first race, $20,000 claimer going six furlongs. That's where Husker Butch is entered after finishing second in his last start at Oakland. He's back here with a chance after that second place finish. You do kind of feel better about his chances. He is four to one on the morning line, which actually makes him the uh, third choice, third choice on the board. So, yeah, Sunday's a huge day. For for Sunday, I'm looking forward to more than well, I would think. Yeah, we've got Husker and we've got Ain't Life Grand, and then I think he's got a he's got a maiden at some point in this card too. Six race, maybe. Yeah, six race. He's got a ten to one shot. So three chances to get the picture taken. Hopefully, the first race uh, is the one where we get it taken, and then go back to the ninth race. And maybe get another one. Uh, you're afraid of the four in the first race. Um, I'm afraid of the four. Yes, I am afraid of the 10 strike horse, the six. So those okay. are the two I'm I'm most afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm he may get claimed, so that this could be it for Husker and, and myself anyway. So yeah. We'll see. Well, maybe he'll win and get claimed both. That would be good. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't feel like he's going to win to be completely honest. I do think he might close up and hit the board. That's kind of my thought on him. No, I think he will. Yeah. All right. Well, it'll be a very fun weekend. Sunday probably better than Saturday. So just, uh, yeah, if you don't have anything going Sunday, make sure to watch that first race for sure at Oakland. All right. We've got about 20, 15, 20 minutes. Let's talk college hoops now um, as we have got uh, through the racing part of the show. You know, I I watch these teams day in and day out now because you're betting all of them and have them all picked. Mm-hmm. I don't think the play is all that good in college basketball. Um, I think I think overall it's not. I think there are three clear-cut uh, top seeds. Okay. Don't you? Mm-hmm. Like Purdue. I think Purdue, Houston, and UConn, definitely. Yes. Yeah. You get past that, and it's hard. You could throw a bunch of them in there. I was trying to, just for the show here, just kind of listen who I would see in, you know, top four seeds in each region, and it was tough. There's a bunch of them you can throw in there once you get past those three. By the way, two of those three lost this week, mm-hmm. Purdue and UConn both, but they've both been playing really, really well. Yeah. Um, but And Houston's one of those teams that's just consistent. They they look really good, but we know they struggle a little bit when they get in the tournament too. I mean, yeah. Tell you the difference between Houston this year and last year, they're battle-tested. Yeah. Because yeah. they're in the Big 12 now. Yep. And they haven't played any kind of a soft schedule. And they're winning pretty much right. just like they always do. This may be the best team he's he's had down there. They they are they're really tough. Yeah. Uh, so what was the question? Oh, is overall. I don't know if it's overall bad or if it's just really balanced. 
I yeah, that, that that could be. So, like to the point, I, I guess uh, actually Dennis's question, kind of what we're talking about here. So, what, forget about the the uh, Kentucky question for just a second. Why is everybody's record seventeen and six? It, that might be it. Is it just balanced, or is every team just kind of average to above average? When you look at the Big Twelve, there are nine teams probably going to get in the tournament, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Well, that means every time you take the floor, you can get your ass beat. Yeah. You look at the SEC. There's a bunch of teams in the SEC that are the same. And, and it, yeah. you're right. It's either one or the other. It's mediocre or there's just a lot of good players that are spread out more evenly this year than usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is Kentucky so bad? Well, maybe because they suck. Maybe they're just not very good. <laughs> they don't you have know, the players. It's, yeah. it's entirely possible that they're not. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, you know, I don't. I don't know. I have not watched them much, to be honest with you. Uh, I haven't seen them a whole lot. I'm surprised of their record, but you know, sometimes there's years you don't get those. They're not. They're just not that good. I don't yeah. care who you are. Yeah, and I don't know how the portal is affecting college basketball. I'm sure it's affecting it a lot. Yeah. So, but Miranda makes a talk about Louisville being horrible again. That's more of the mystery to me. Is why Louisville yes. is horrible again. Like, what is going on? That's, yeah, they, that's a mystery. That, and she said jokingly, "I'm sure I stand with Kenny Payne. They've got to make changes to that program. That that is way too good of a program to be embarrassing. Yeah, that is a strange one. They this is too straight mediocre. I mean, worse than mediocre. I mean, uh, well, like she says, they lost by twenty two points yeah. last night at home to Notre Dame. I Notre mean, Dame, Notre Dame's awful. They're hor- they, they they're horrible. I picked Louisville to win. I thought they would win that game. Yeah, Dennis was uh, sent a message saying, "Hey, I think Louisville will win this game today or tonight." Yeah. <laughs> it never yeah. was even close. I mean, it was awful. Yeah, it 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 is. Uh, I think some of the lower level basketball is pretty good. I've yeah. seen some really good teams mm-hmm. uh, with ESPN Plus. We were talking about that affair too. How much fun it is when you pick a one of these lower level games and you can get it on ESPN plus you see some of these gyms they play at. Some of them are really cool and some of them are old school and things. And there's some pretty good uh, teams, but, uh, and players that play. Oh yeah. It's fun. uh, Somebody said Patino made Louisville great. Louisville was great long before Patino. Yeah. Was there. Louisville has been good for 50 years and I don't know, you know, but you, you kind of look, UCLA's down. Mm-hmm. That's a, one of those teams that's just. Yeah, but they, they haven't been down for a long period of time. That's what I'm saying. Like, Yeah, well, Louisville's only been down a couple of years, two or three. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know what the answer is there because that's a hot bit, hot bit of basketball for sure. Um, UCLA, well, what I was kind of getting at is you go through these times when it just doesn't work out and you don't get the guy you got to have. Right. And then you drop a little, and and UCLA's in a poor conference, and they're mm-hmm. down. The Pac-12 mm-hmm. is not very good, other than a couple of teams. Uh, so, I don't know. I think it's just people just don't understand how many great players there are out there, 
how long this season is. It, you go out on the road like UConn went into Creighton the other night. My God, Creighton could have beat anybody the yeah. other night. They were on fire in that game. And with three-point shot, when they're going and you're hitting them and you're pretty good anyway, <laughs> it's damned hard to beat you. I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. So. I know. Uh I've enjoyed the Mountain West. I feel oh, like those tough. those games are great out there if you can stay awake. Um, those have been good. There's there. I think they should get probably four teams in. Oh, I do too. Maybe they, that's a tough conference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a conference that's a little underrated is Atlantic Ten. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And that's a, it, it's solid. Um, a team that I think is a, kind of a, another one that's kind of a sleeper is South Florida, which has never been good. They're in the American Conference. Uh, they've got a good chance to win it, but I don't know if they'll get more than the conference champion out of that league. I don't know. Uh, I don't that's know. the thing. They may have to win the regular season and then turn right around and win that conference championship yeah. as well um, because of, of conferences like the SEC and the Big 12 and the Big Ten getting so many teams in to the tournament. Yeah, there's the, it, it's definitely going to be – the Big Ten sucks. I'll go ahead and say that. But they're going to get a lot of teams in. They will sure. get a lot of teams in. And the thing about these conferences like the Big 12, okay, it's a very good conference, yes. But by the time they run through the gauntlet of the regular season and then they got to turn around and get into that damn stupid-ass conference, uh, conference tournament, yeah, they wore out. Yeah, they are. They're wore out. They are. I know it's it's bad. It is really Every bad. Night, you better be ready to play. Even the bad teams like West Virginia and Oklahoma State can beat you. Yes, they can beat you. They're not horrible. Ask Cincinnati. They got beat by that's Oklahoma right. State last night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Oklahoma's got to go in there in a must-win situation Saturday, and I don't think they win. Oh, OU's getting beat Saturday. Yeah, I'm telling you, they yeah. they may not make the tournament if they don't win that game. They, it, I call they that a 50-50 game. 50-50. At best, they're going to have to play mm -hmm. great to go in there and win. They almost lost to Oklahoma State at home. They, should, so. they, they very well should have because they cannot score. And when you cannot score, when you can't consistently hit that three ball, you're done. Yeah. You have got to be able to hit that three-point shot. Okay, I made a prediction on a future wager. You tell me okay. if this is this is really dumb. <laughs> uh, I I first of all, let me just say I think UConn's the best team, and they should win it again, in my opinion. But at most future books, they're like four or five to one, and I I just don't I don't want to bet that, right? Yeah. I bet North Carolina at 20 to one. Is that bad? No. Okay. No. So here's North my theory. Carolina at 20 to one. Yes. 20 to one to win the championship. Here's my theory on it. I think when you get into the tournament, the guard play means so much. And yeah. I think RJ Davis is, he's a stud. And I, I think they've got enough around him. That's really starting to play. Well, I thought that was too high of a price on North Carolina. So I took him at deep. 20 to one. You remember Duke, Duke was 25. I, to me, one of those teams 
might get our number one seed. I, I'm trying to think who that fourth number one seed is. They both have, I think they both have identical records. I mean, it, they're going to be one, two, or three. Yeah. yeah. But, well, who else would you put in there at a one? Yeah. It's not, I good. mean, Arizona has that, shown that they are flawed. That's probably who's the fourth one seed. That right is now. to have one from the West. I would say it's them. Well, that's a weak number one. Fair, yeah. Uh, Kansas could still sneak in there and get it if they're they win the rest of their games. They're going to have to get hot. Well, if they do, wouldn't they deserve it? Because they're yeah. going to have to beat Iowa State, Houston, those kind of teams. If they went out, they might get it. Oh, if they went out, they're going to get it. But yeah, they're not I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. No. Uh, you got you got Alabama. Uh, you got Tennessee. I've seen Tennessee. Yeah, no, they're not. Uh, but I saw him once. Some so, Brady like, had him as a number one seed. But I don't overall, think. overall, here was my theory on it. Okay, forget about UConn. I get it. Like they're that they're going to be underdogs too. against UConn, no doubt. Like yeah, and that they'll just they they are. You just Honestly, if you're playing somebody else in the future markets, you're just gonna have to hope March Madness takes over and UConn gets beat somewhere. It, it's it's not impossible. It could happen. Oh, it's absolute. Look what happened to them this week. Right, <laughs> they weren't right. even in the game. Right, they got but, beat by twenty points. But what I'm saying is, okay, you got Houston, who could beat anybody. They also could lose to like an eight seed. They really yeah. could. You've you've got Purdue. We've seen it over and over and over. You got Arizona. Yeah. They're they're not. I don't think they're that great. You start going through the rest of the teams. I just thought that makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of sense that North Carolina is twenty to one. Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking if basketball North Carolina school. played this team, this team, this team, I think they'd beat them. Yeah, they're in their basketball school. That's one team you don't want to play in the tournament. Uh, people just don't understand with basketball you can lose it 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 it's like creighton beating yukon yeah. yukon's not gonna lose to a shitty team yeah no but you get in that tournament where everybody's pretty good and you have a night where you're not quite on and they're knocking down threes all over the place and and you get behind Mm -hmm. And you're the top seed, and that pressure starts getting to you. You get beat. It's get just, beat. and you only get one chance, yep. and you're out of there. And yep. that's what makes this so hard uh, to win. Uh, it's just you, you, you watch when this tournament starts, and oh god, it's going to be impossible to pick these games as usual. Oh yeah, when this yeah. tournament starts. You're gonna. You, there's just gonna be crazy things that happen, and you're just gonna have games where somebody's just not on like they need to be, and they're gonna get beat in an early round. And you would think, what in the world? How did that happen? But it happens yeah. every. Yeah, I know. Um, but then as they have the uh, first last first four in, last four out. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read it for to you right now. Um, is yeah, my, yeah, pull that up. We'll see what we got here. Well, let me. I, I accidentally clicked on the women's. Uh, let me click on the men's. There we go. Okay, the first. Okay, the 
last four in that uh, don't have to play in the play-in games, they're saying, is New okay. Mexico, Nebraska, Texas A&M, and Nevada. Okay, I agree with three of them. Texas A&M, no. The last four. They have them in, right? Texas A&M right. is in? Yes. The last four in, mm-hmm. Butler, Gonzaga, Seton Hall, Gonzaga, I should say, Seton Hall, and Ole Miss. They're the last four that's in? Yes. Say that again. Butler, Gonzaga, Seton Hall, and Ole Miss. Wow. I would have Ole Miss in solidly at this point. Uh, Seton Hall, no. Butler, no. And what was the other one? Uh, Ole Miss, uh, Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga's going to get in. I do, too. Just because of who they are. And they're playing pretty well right now. Okay, first four out. Okay. Providence, uh, Utah, Cincinnati, Wake Forest. Providence? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think they should be in. The other three, no. I don't see any way. I don't see any way Utah's even into consideration. I, I, I don't. I don't get that. I'm with you, Dennis. I think Wake Forest is decent. I would think they would get in. The I next the next four out, the next four out are okay. Colorado, Villanova, St. John's, and Pittsburgh. Yeah, I agree with those. Yeah. Um, Villanova's making a run though. They're getting they're playing better. They could make a run and you yeah. know upset some teams in that Big East tournament whenever it comes about. I'm glad they got Cincinnati listed in there. That's a better chance for Oklahoma to get in. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, first of all, the, the number one seeds right now, UConn, okay. Purdue, Arizona, Houston. So they've got Arizona yeah. in that They one. always try to put a West team mm-hmm. in as a number one. Yeah. And uh, when Arizona's playing well, they're hard to beat, but there's some nights they don't. I, there's no way I'm picking them into the final four right now. So North Carolina, Tennessee, Kansas, Marquette, that's your twos. So they've got Carolina. So they got Duke at a three. Uh, let's see, Duke. Yeah, they have Duke as a three. Where they um, got Illinois? Are they three? Illinois. Who I kind of like that Illinois team. I do too. Um, let's see. Let's see. Baylor's a three. Iowa State's a three. Alabama's a three. Duke's a three. And who'd you say the twos were? North Carolina, two. Kansas. Uh, let's see. North Carolina, Kansas, Marquette, and Tennessee. And the fours, they don't have Illinois. No, they have Illinois as a four. A four. Yeah. That's a pretty good four. Where they got Auburn? Are they a four? Auburn is not. Yes, they're a four. Is uh, Virginia? Virginia is a nine. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, they see, they have no regard for the ACC. No, it seems like that's definitely the case. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Oklahoma is an eight. Where have they got the highest ranked Mountain West? Ooh, let me just run through them here. Unfortunately, they're it's listed out in like bracket style, so I got to go through. Oh, oh well. Colorado State is a six. Okay. Nevada is a ten. Really. San Diego State is a four. So they are a four. Uh, Utah State is a. They're not. Are they? Yeah. Are they Mountain West? Are they? Yeah. Are they're they a seven. Five? Really? 
I think that's it. Yeah, I, I bet Boise's not in, probably. Uh, Boise is in. They are so a they nine. Have, okay, so you listed New Mexico. No, oh, New Mexico. No, I didn't. New Mexico out. is a 10. All right. They're getting six in. Yeah. You listed six of them. Yeah, six. You know, they had list. They have Boise as a nine. Now, again, this isn't the end all be all. Well, no, still games left. Way to go. Yeah. As of this, that's unbelievable mm-hmm. that that conference is going to get six. Yeah. Uh, in there. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. And they deserve it. Yeah, no, it's a good conference. Yeah. I would say if they get six in, when you look at the conference like uh, uh, the one that Gonzaga's in, you got Gonzaga, you got San Francisco, and you got St. Mary's. They may just get two mm-hmm. of those three. And then that also is telling us probably that the Pac-12 is looking at only about three getting in there. Yeah, you got Arizona. Um, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. The other one that's Washington State, and they may get left out just because of who they are. They're in an eight. They're at an eight right now. Yeah. Washington State. I'm trying to find. I think that's it. I think I it's all for the Pac-12. Yeah, it's it's weak. I don't see anybody uh, else. So I, I'm sure Kentucky's in, but they're playing as poorly as any of the uh, the ones that should be considered in the SEC. Kentucky is a five, according oh, to Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, they oh, got here's beat the, by LSU last night. Here's the conference breakdowns. It was here at the bottom. So the, they okay. got nine from the Big 12, nine from the SEC, six from the Big 10, six from the Mountain West, five from the Big East, four from the ACC, Two Pac-12, two American, and two West Coast Conference. So they do have two Americans. Yeah. And two West Coast. Yeah. The other league that is going to get screwed is the Sun Belt. You have James Madison, which is one of 24 games, I think. And you have Appalachian State, which is 122. And that league is good anyway. It's pretty Mm -hmm. solid. And they're only going to get one. So they're going to get screwed in this deal. Seems it. Yep. It definitely seems like. Well, we say this every year. We did last year. How would you like to have. Okay. I don't know whether that applies to basketball, Dennis, because they've been D1, I think, in basketball. Oh, yeah. No, no. They weren't Division II in football. They were. They were. Yeah, FCS, that was, yeah. They've been D1 in basketball. Oh, so, yeah, for years. Yeah. Uh, how would you like to, for them? Okay, let's say they got three three regular season games left mm-hmm. and they win all of them. And then they win the first two games of the tournament and they're 29 and two or whatever that would make them. And then they lose the conference championship game to Appalachian State and they don't get in. Right. And yet, an 18 and 13. SEC flunky donkey or an 18 and 13 Oklahoma gets in over them. That is not right. It's yeah. just not. But we talk about it every year. So yeah, that's just that is what it is. You know, uh, what I want to know. We're talking about college basketball here. You're the hockey expert. Who's winning the Stanley Cup? Or name me the final four Ooh. in hockey in your judgment, right at the moment, because this is tough. I have the Avalanche winning it. You do. So you're mm-hmm. still behind the Avalanche. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, I've got the Avalanche winning it. 
Who are they going to beat in the West? Who's going to be the team they have to beat in the West? It really Who's should be, be Edmonton. Set? I think it should be Edmonton. You think it's Edmonton? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing I don't like about Edmonton. Are they good enough defensively? I'm not sure. I mean, it seems to me like those type of teams that are offensive-oriented can't get all the way through it. Yeah. That would be the only thing. I hope they do because I want to watch them. Yeah, I, I think – I think they'll get it. I think they're going to get through it this year. I do. I, I think they're tougher than they were. And I think Colorado, kind of the same thing. Their, their checking line last year wasn't very good. It's better this year. So they're class. I think, I think Colorado and I think Edmonton. Now the East is going to be interesting. So you're leaving the Canucks out. Yeah. I don't think they'll make it. Okay. Ah, this is going to. The East. Oh. It could be one of five or six. I, I'm pretty high on Florida. I think they're going to make Me it. Me too. Um, boy, who they're ah man, this is tough on the other side of it. I got, got the Rangers. I don't okay. think they're going to do it. Well, I don't either. But they're hard to beat. Carolina's hard to beat. Uh, You're yeah. gonna. I'm taking a team that's not in it right now. Really? Yep. I think the Devils. I think it'll be the Devils and the Panthers. Really? Yep. Well, you probably would be the only one that would be taking the Devils out of the possible ones you can choose. Well, to be fair, I was the, to be fair, I was the only one to take the Panthers at like forty to one when they were the I, last seed last right. year. So they caught um, fire down the stretch, and they were hot yeah. in the playoffs. I don't, I don't, uh, Dennis said take a future bet. I bet the avalanche they're nine to one. That's what I bet. But, uh, I, I don't take the first really from now to the end of the season is what I take serious when it comes to the playoffs. Right. And the devils had a bad start, but they're playing a lot better right now. And I think they're going to get hot. I think they'll overtake a team like the flyers who are ahead of them. And I think they'll get into a decent spot, and I think they'll ha- they'll cause some trouble for some teams. Uh, I like them. Well, I also very, like Tampa Bay, but they're they're. I don't think they're going to get out of their own you know pot of four. I just think it's too tough. Who's um, that? Who'd you say? Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, uh, Canes are going to get over the hump this year. I don't think so. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they made maybe a run, but I don't think they're going to get there. I don't. Um, I don't, I think they're the same. They're in a tough spot cause they're damn good, but they're the same team every year and it's a really good team, but it's not, they're not good enough. You know, they say they don't have that difference maker. They remind me a lot of the blues back in the nineties They they're solid. They, they can't, they just, they don't have enough. And every off season it's this, it, this is the problem. Their coach or whatever. And it's the problem is they're, they don't have enough. Aren't they, when you get in the playoffs, they don't have enough score scattered throughout the lineup. A hundred percent. You can stop yes. their best ones. Yeah, that's a hundred percent accurate, I think. I, I I think they, they're probably, no, I was just say they're about like they were last year. And I think that could be good enough to win a round or two. To me, they're I don't good. think you're going to beat Florida. And I, I think the Florida, if Florida and Boston match up right now, they'd match up in the second round potentially. 
That's who's going. The Here's winner of that. thing I don't like about Boston. Look at all the ties they have. They have like 10. Yeah. Which means when they get into the overtimes, they're losing. Mm-hmm. That means they've lost 10 overtimes mm-hmm. or 11. Well, that tells me they don't have enough scoring. You know, because yeah. if they're losing that many overtime games, as good as they are, they don't have that guy who can put that puck in the net three on three, you know? Well, yes and no. I... You don't have to worry about that in the playoffs, though. No, but what I'm getting at is, to me, overtime's all about skill. I and Yeah. You fair. shouldn't be getting in that many games, overtime games. Yeah. If you're that much better than other if you're going to win the stanley cup i don't think you should be in that many overtime games that's what i'm trying to say yeah you know dallas had a lot of them last year and, and they, I did, it, went it against be, them. um i think a lot when i watched why, boston i think they they had that great season last year and it didn't equate to anything in the playoffs and they right. kind of just seemed to be taking a little bit more of a lackadaisical it, approach at times it's possible. they may have kind of outdone themselves in a regular season. I really I I I don't think you can totally count them out ever. Yeah. But I just don't think I don't I don't think it's a good sign. So here's the deal with any kind of future bet, and this is just me. I'm not telling you what to do, the listener, Dennis, whoever. <laughs> this is just my take on it. I don't you said the devils are are plus one oh five to make the playoffs. I don't have any interest in plus 105 for not, not a enough. bet that has so like thousands of combinations, right? Like to have to go right for you to get plus 105. Like they were like plus 500. Sure. I'd take a shot with it. That's it's not enough for me. I would rather take them at like plus like or 40 to one, let's say to win the East or something like that. Like, and I get like, yeah, but you say you, you said they're compete for the East. So why wouldn't you take plus one hundred five just to make the playoffs? Because the payout isn't good enough for the risk. Like, what if three guys get hurt? Yeah. Then I'm sitting on a plus one hundred five ticket for a month and a half as this team tries to cripple into the playoffs. I'd rather take a flyer on it. Like, like, like with the Panthers last year, take that forty to one shot with them. I remember we were sitting at the Bluegrass and I was watching watching the Panthers on uh, on my iPad and and uh, Dan uh, Dan Wade was with us he's like why are you watching this game I was like got him at 41 to win the Stanley Cup but if they don't win this game they're not going to make the playoffs and so he was laughing and he's like why did you bet in there I was like because they're actually extremely good they just were horrible for the first half of the season he said but if they you make know, it they're going to be really tough yeah. you know we talked about it last year yeah there was a team that had been in the playoffs for a month before the playoffs ever started because they had to win games to get in the playoffs playing a team that cinched it about this time of the year. Yes. So they hadn't been in any kind of pressure-packed situations. Yep. Heavy, heavy favorites against a team that's barely been to playoffs. It was all stacked against Boston. (laughs) Well, and the other thing was – when you get into the playoffs, you can toss the records out and you look at the lineups and it's like, Florida's just as good as Boston. 
Yeah. They roll four lines. They've got good defensemen. They've got superstar players. They The only question was the goaltending, and it came two different guys came through for them. They did. But they were they were just I remember before game two, I went on uh Vison and uh Florida was like plus two ten, you know, because Boston beat him in game one. And those guys were like, You are crazy taking Florida. I said, guys, it, you watch game one, Florida dominated that game. It was just a hockey game. Sometimes you dominate and lose, but I said That's right. That's they got the better of the play. I said, not only can they win and they are gonna win game two, they might win a series. Like it's gonna be a long series. And you know, they ended up winning it. They got very lucky to win it, but they did. They won it. But the, the whole point of it is that's the kind of situations you need to look for those teams that are hot and they're not going to get valued because people are just looking at the records. What's yep. like, well, take like the last 20 games. Well, shit, they're better than anybody. Take yep. them. They're plus 180. You want to start looking for one of those teams right now. Right now. Exactly. This is kind of when they started to make their run. Um, and, and I, my, the team, that's why I said the Devils, they're a team that I think is getting better. They're playing better. They've got the ability to make the playoffs and and to make the playoffs from where they're at right now. They're going to have to play really well down the stretch. Well, you know, and the other thing is, Aaron, look at the t- – they're, they're real close to the playoffs anyway. They're only a lot, two or three points out. Yeah. Okay, and the they're three teams out. they're due – how much are they now? They're four, they're four points out. Okay, but look at the teams they're dueling with. The Islanders. Yeah, better than the them. Capitals. Better than them. And the Penguins. Better than them. So the three teams they're dueling with aren't very good. Yep. So they, if they can catch fire, but but they're four down, which is like two games in, in bas- any other sport. When you're mm-hmm. four points behind, you're two games down. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's going to be some very significant games that they're going to have to win. And if the if you win those, those are like playoff games, and you're going to be ready for those playoffs if you can mm-hmm. get through that these yep. next twenty games. And that's what he's trying to say that makes sense. Yeah, is to that's a team that could catch fire. That's pretty good. Didn't get off to a good start, and could get to rolling, and then take on one of those top seeds that's coasted for a yep. while. Yep, exactly, exactly, and so. You know, if the Devils were to get hot and say they match up with like Carolina in the first round, well, wouldn't they match up with somebody like Florida? Well, not wouldn't if they got they real play? hot. I think the Devils can catch the Flyers for the. Oh, third you think spot. they can get to three? Okay, yeah, I do. Well, if they play, funny? what? Go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, wouldn't it be funny if they got to four, where then they would have to take on Florida? Say Florida then won theirs. Yeah. And Florida being the exact opposite situation this year than they were in last year. I don't like them near as much if they have to take on Boston or Florida. I my hope is they get if they get the wild card, they get the first wild card and they get to go to New York, play the Rangers. Yeah. Um guys, like the the difference between the Rangers and the Devils, even right now, is so small, it's unbelievable. Like it's going to come down to bounces. So just take the better price and hope you get the bounce. I mean, that's hockey. It, the difference between the devils and the, and the hurricanes, nothing with the same teams. Yeah. So that's just, uh, that's the thing with the thing with hockey and with baseball. And then I'll end up with this. Cause I got another show coming up here pretty quick. There, the difference between the middle I would say take take maybe the three 
worst teams in the league, the three or four best teams in the league, the difference between like the fifth best hockey team or baseball team and the 20th best hockey team or baseball team is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it really is nothing. Uh-huh. So you look for those games and you look where the prices are weird and you take the, you take the underdogs. That's, that's literally all I do in hockey and baseball. And it's, not even close how much better I am at those two sports than the other ones. So I guess maybe I better start doing it. Cause that's the two I'm the worst at the thing you've got to do. And you've, you've got to go into the same approach with horse racing. You are not going three and O every night. If you do oh, this, you're not, but if you go 500 and all of your bets are plus money bets, you're going to win. Yeah. Like I, uh, I, I think I'm like six and six, my last 12 in hockey and I'm up like, Bet a hundred dollars on each game. I'm up like two, almost two hundred bucks because they're all they're all plus one seventies and thirties and plus one forties, and I get the same amount right betting those than I do betting the minus one tens. <laughs> and that was a thing. And I, I said this on Sharp Money yesterday. I said, guys, like I, what I did because I was a sports better who could always be around zero but never ahead. I was always behind, but you, down a hundred, down fifty, down two hundred, just fluctuate there. And I thought, well, this is really dumb because if I just flip, I bet, I'm going 500, right? If I just flip it and bet the plus monies instead of the minus monies, then I can have the same record. It's showing me right here I'm going 500. Let's flip it and be ahead. That's all I've done. <laughs> I, you know, so it's, it, it's really not that you complicated. Have, you still have to have skill, though, and pick the right games. Well, you have, you got to look at it and go, okay, uh, the, the Anaheim Ducks are plus 200 against Dallas tonight in Dallas. Okay, stay away from that one. That That's not that difficult to determine that, right? But, hey, the uh, the okay, the Predators are in Los Angeles tonight, and the Predators are plus 130. That is a freaking coin flip game. Take the Predators. The coin may not land on your side. But the next plus one thirty game you take, it might, and guess what? You're ahead thirty dollars. That's true. I mean, it. I I am like probably. I doubt I'm. I might be just a tiny bit over five hundred, maybe. And I'm way up for hockey. <laughs> so it's, but again, I'm not sitting here bragging. Football, basketball, <laughs> killed. I get killed. I don't, I don't bet it anymore. Cause I, I can't do it. And I'm telling you, I can't do it, but hockey and baseball, I can do it. <laughs> I don't know why Yeah, I can't in basketball. I can't get that. Whether college, really all college sports, basketball and football. I can't find those spots where I can get that kind of thing. No, it's, it's totally different sport. No, it's, it's tough. And I can't, I can't find those plus monies. That makes yeah. sense in my mind in the well, sports. Football, so. basketball, the point spreads are so that's the key. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it. Like if you don't want to mess with the point spreads, okay, I'm gonna try to play a uh, underdog to win. It's like, oh god, I don't want to play them, you know? Like yeah, I like can't tonight, tell you. tonight it's like Nashville versus Los Angeles. I mean, come on, like who knows who's going to win, right? But just well, you don't have points to worry about, right? Not even that though. But it's just like you look at that on paper and you go, "Well, they're going five and five if they play each other ten times in this situation." Sure. So hopefully the 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 underdog the wins the game. Side of that five and five, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, so. it's just I don't know how many 
I I've I went on a three week run, three three and a half week run where I was just hitting everything pretty much, and then the bottom fell out and missed seven in a row, mm -hmm. which I knew was going to happen. Yeah, I know. And I got yeah. a couple right last night. It was like the world's the sun came up again, you know. Yeah. And yes, but watching these things, I don't know. During this poor streak I've been through, like I would have minus eight. And they would win by seven. Mm -hmm. And I would lose. And that's what you go through at the point. And I don't know how many games you watch, because, again, we've talked about this a million times. These teams that are playing these games, they don't give a shit what the point spread is. They're just trying to extend the game or, yeah. or run clock. They not, and, and not do anything stupid. They're not trying yeah. to score. Hmm. And they might then get fouled and miss the one-and-one. And the other team comes out and makes a basket, and you go from a win to a loss. It's something just like that, right there. You were you were doing fine. You the, the slump hadn't hit until that Saturday. That it was yeah. last Saturday, yeah. and you got. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was the worst luck. Like you it lost the couple games. You lost outright. And it was like, yeah, yeah. Like, bad pick, whatever. Yeah. Some of those games were ridiculous. You were losing, though, and, that's and what it was happens. what you're talking about. And you just shake your head. But, yeah, and, and it's just amazing how you lose confidence, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. You didn't really make a bad – you know, the NFL is the worst, I think, about losing right at the last mm -hmm. on point spreads. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, especially when it's like a three-point game or – a six point game and uh, these teams are just they're just trying to run out the clock they're not trying to score and, and you may have like i don't know i can't like a eight point game no i don't know what i'm trying to say but or let's say you have a nine point game and there's like three minutes to go and the other teams that is behind is going down and they get stopped and they kick a field goal to cut that to six because mm -hmm. they got to score twice so they kick that stupid field goal, and then they stay, then they do an onside kick, and they don't get it. You lost because mm -hmm. they kicked that field goal, to, and there's nothing you can do about that, right? Yep. Yeah, and the other and the, and the team on defense, they don't care that they kick that field goal. They're letting them go down. They're just trying to keep them from scoring a long pass play for a touchdown. They don't. They don't care, right? So, yeah. Anyway. No, I mean. That's the thing. When you mess with the point spreads, you do. It's like, oh, gosh. Oh, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. But <laughs> it's also what makes it fun. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right. I got to get out of here. Got to go take care yep, of the dog before the next show. So we got to get out of here now. Uh, we will be back. Uh, Blinkers Off will come up here at 2 p.m. Central, so about 36 minutes away. We'll be talking more Rebel, and we'll be talking about the Saudi Cup as well. All right. Gonna get out of here, Papa Dude. Thanks for joining me again this week. Thanks for joining us, you guys listening. Good conversation there at the end for sure. And you know what the good news is? We talked about the NHL some and that betting strategy, and that means Major League Baseball is next. First preseason game, I guess spring training game tomorrow. I think it's the Dodgers and somebody, but spring training and then baseball coming back in April. That's All right, guys, we're gonna get out of here. We'll see you next week.
this is due to bad sports.